welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Tiro, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. Back at our discussion about symbols, and we've moved on to flowers. Flowers, of course, bring so many things to mind, and one of the very most prominent things would be spring, like the time of year. And so oftentimes, I, I say to you to lean into your intuition, however is best for you, whatever is being triggered by you. If you see flowers, and it symbolizes a specific time period to you, lean into that, lean into what that might mean. And also, for the purpose of our discussion, we're not talking about specific flowers or plants because each flower or plant represents something different. So we're talking about flowers as a whole. And so as a whole, when you see flowers, it might trigger uh, thoughts about renewal, about awakening, a rebirth, especially after a time of rest, after a period of being barren, or a period of sleep, or quiet, or even after a period of uh, uh, hardship, like during the winter, like we just come out of the, the hard times, the coldness. Um, where it's darkest at, at the most time of the year or most time in our lives when things are often dark and we're just coming out of that, flowers can kind of symbolize a, a time of transition, a transitory time, especially for our spirit or whatever cycle that we are in, in my humble opinion. And so also flowers to me have this feeling of, provision, right? There's a feeling of provision because they provide so many different things. And uh, like I said, flowers, each individual flower can represent something different. When you see perhaps a, a, a type of plant that is for a holiday, what, you know, what does that bring to mind? Can you already be thinking of the type of plant or flowers that represents Christmas or flowers that represent Easter or flowers that represent, let's say, Halloween or sewing or certain times of year, flowers that represent summer, right? Flowers represent many different things, but I have a feeling of provision, meaning that they can provide food, they can provide fragrance. They provide inspiration through their colors, through their petals, the way that they are arranged um, in their natural element. They're being able to protect themselves in some sense, like some have thorns or some have some sort of a setup where they're able to provide beauty and protection at the same time. They also evoke emotion, do they not? When you think about flowers, they can appear to be pure, give you the sense of purity, give you a sense of being shy. Some have the ability to invoke passion or sensuality. It can stimulate the fertility side of you, the virile side, um, and maybe even bring forth the side of ecstasy. 
But then in the flip side, it can also be there to represent or bring forth a feeling of comfort, a feeling of resurrection, almost as if bridging or being a bridge between the seen and the unseen, between life and death. We have flowers when someone is born. We have flowers when someone is sick. We have flowers when someone is advancing or being promoted. We have flowers when we're trying to stimulate or get a, a partner involved in a romantic commitment, right? But we also have it to memorialize or to remember, not to forget something. And then we have it when someone passes, when someone dies, to represent their passing on in a way that would bring about peace, but also to comfort those who are mourning their loss of a loved one. And so flowers can be representing a joining of opposites. Truly, is there anything that flowers cannot do? Right? Is there anything that flowers can't do? And so now we get down to my humblest, truest thoughts about flowers and what it really does represent when I see them in images or dreams or anything like that, in my humble opinion. And hopefully this will help you. But flowers, I, for me, is, is about while it is short-lived, while it's short-lived, right? Because it's only for a season, only for a season or a reason, is it not? And it's not, it doesn't last long. Even though it's beautiful, it doesn't last long. Even though it provides a sense of comfort, it doesn't last long. Celebratory, food, fragrance, it still, still, it doesn't last long. But to me, it represents resilience. It represents evidence of that aspect that is not seen, that unseen effort to push up through that which might be strongly impacted, maybe things that are strongly entrenched, and to push past that and to be a survivor, to survive and thrive in a variety of places, under certain temperatures, harsh temperatures at times, to be adaptable, and to even rail against the elements in that survival. And so while it, it's beautiful, it's strong. While it's gentle and can be easily plucked out, it still has the effort to even do something that we cannot even do easily with our bare hands. Have you ever seen concrete, right? Or even seen a small flower on the top of a rocky mountain? Its roots underneath is what I think about. You have this very beautiful yet gentle uh, flower sitting on the top of uh, asphalt or cement or hardly impact, impacted ground or soil, something that we can't dig up easily with our hands, maybe even breaking through rocks, something we can't do without uh, equipment, man-made equipment, right? We'd have to go at it for hours to try to undo this rock, you know, this, this rocky surface. And here it is, a flower sitting right on the top. Very beautiful, very fragrant, very gentle. Um, and yet underneath, underneath it all is evidence of its resiliency. It's evidence to, to push past 
these hard surfaces to advance forward, to have a goal, to have an agenda, and not to be stopped by those things that would normally stop another individual, stop any other source from getting through. So that it shows how resilient it is. It shows how strong it is underneath and that it represents to me not just that awake, that renewal in that rebirth, but of its strength and its willingness to go the distance, its willingness to go step by step um, and, and, and not, not rush for its breakthrough. It uses the entire winter, right, underneath and, and use it step by step to grow. It applies a gentle strength underneath fortitude, a strength of character. And then the flower is what we're able to see as evidence. It, it presents a very gentle side on the surface, but underneath, you can't mess with it. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And so that is my humble thoughts when it comes to flowers and something that might be helpful to you. And uh, yeah, like I said, it, it, the flowers in and of themselves individually represent something very different. And so, you know, it might behoove you as a beginner uh, or an interested person to do the research when you see a particular flower. Again, what might it represent to you personally in your life? That's what you're going to lean in on, right? All right, so that's it for now. I'm so glad that you were able to join me. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Blackwood Tarot, where we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com, and you'll either book a reading there. There's also, uh, just for fortune tellers, you can do a reading for yourself. And if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune tellers consultation. And so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos like how-to videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.